Where there's more college basketball action here for Wednesday, January 4th. Got a pretty good slate of games on tap for today, so let's jump right into it. We start out in the SEC as Auburn takes on Georgia. Auburn comes into this game as the 15th overall team in the high debit power ranking. Georgia is the 151st overall team. And, you know, it's a Georgia team that had a pretty good non-conference performance coming to this one, 10-3 on the season. Mike White, you know, is doing something right. Granted, they didn't play a whole lot of anyone, and in some of their tougher games, didn't look like a great team. But a pair of solid wins um, late last month against Notre Dame and Chattanooga. I mean, it's a Georgia team that isn't great, and, and certainly with the gauntlet of SEC play, um, is going to have some challenges. But they're certainly not a terrible team as far as Auburn goes. Coming to this game following the win over Florida, a game that was really a lot closer for Auburn um, than it probably should have been. But they've done a strong job um, this season. Overall, though, Auburn has struggled a little bit shooting the basketball only a 49.4 effective field goal percentage and haven't been great from the perimeter only hitting 29.7 percent from three but window green jr leads the way 12.7 points per game for him um you know been the heart and soul of this auburn team at least shooting wise but they go up against a georgia team that also hasn't been a terrible shooting team this season a 49.9 effective field goal percentage they've been the better team from the perimeter hitting 33.9 percent from three and you know cario aqualo leads the way 14.3 points per game for him um been a great score score for this Georgia team and defensively Georgia's not a bad squad either their shot defense has been all right holding their opponents to only 46.7 effective field goal percentage and 29.1 percent from beyond the arc Auburn on the other hand has been a little bit better um, in the shot defense department I mean Auburn has one of the best defenses in the entire country only giving up a 43 effective field goal percentage and only allowing 26.2 percent from beyond the arc but as good as Auburn has been I think these are just too many points for them on the road here in this game. Well, it's not a great Georgia team by any means, and I think they'll certainly have some struggles as SEC play continues. Um, it's a Georgia team that is looking much more competitive than they were in years past with Mike White as their head coach. And I think at home here in this game, they're able to keep it close. And while I do love Bruce Pearl, I think they struggle a little bit on the road in this game. Taking Georgia plus six and a half here against Auburn. Next up on the card, we head to the Big East as UConn takes on Providence. UConn comes into this one as the 13th overall team in the hot to power ranking. Providence is the 38th overall team. Obviously, the biggest storyline going into this one, the loss for UConn on Saturday against Xavier, a game where they were very competitive for most of it. You know, Xavier does obviously pull away, um, win by 10 at the end, but it's not like it's a bad UConn team, right? You, you know you're going to stumble a few times in the season. You hope to, to, to bounce back, and this is certainly a spot to go and prove that they are as good as they showed they were through the first two months of the season. I mean, UConn was been a great shooting team this season, a 55.7 effective field goal percentage for them on the season, also dropping 36.5% from beyond the arc, really have done a really good job shooting the ball this season, but it's not like Providence has been a bad team by any means. Obviously, coming to this game 4-0 in Big East play, a great win over Marquette in overtime, and they've done a decently good job shooting the ball this season, albeit not as good as UConn, um, but still, Ed Cooley's got his guys cooking a 52.6 effective field goal percentage and hitting 34% from beyond the arc. Bryce Hopkins has been a great scorer for this Providence team, um, and really, as far as just Big East players and go in general, he's been a great player this season, 15.7 points per game there. Um, but I think the real advantage for UConn in this game, um, similar to how I saw it against Xavier, granted that one didn't work out too well, but I think it's going to be on the defensive side of things for UConn in this game. They're just a better team defensively. Their shot defense has just 
just been so so strong um this season only allowing a 43 effective field goal percentage and 26.8 percent from beyond the arc while providence giving a 47.1 effective field goal percentage and 33 percent from beyond the arc now granted you can make the argument that as they play tougher opponents here in biggie's play um those numbers won't hold up and, and certainly they'll probably you know get a little bit worse over time um much like we saw you know similarly uh, against xavier but it's a uconn team that just played so good through those first you know 14 games of the season they really have a lot of talent really have a great roster and i think they bounce back after that loss against xavier here in this game i'm taking uconn minus four and a half here against providence Next game I want to take a look at here on Wednesday's card is Missouri taking on Arkansas. Missouri comes into this game as the 89th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Arkansas is the 9th overall team for Missouri. Have obviously been a very impressive team here to start the season. Um, it'll come into this game following a great win over Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky was absolutely never in that game. Missouri controlled that one from start to finish. I mean, the only loss for Missouri came against Kansas earlier in the year. And yeah, yeah, they didn't look good in that game but like we said bounce back against kentucky great looked really good um against illinois and for albeit missouri is just one of the best shooting teams in the entire nation this year offensively they are just a great team a 58.9 effective field goal percentage on the season they're also hitting 37.1 percent from beyond the arc Monty hodges has been absolutely great in the scoring department for this Mizzou team, 16.5 points per game for him. And offensively, it's going to be a very, very hard team to slow down. But Arkansas has also been, you know, fairly strong this season. They do come into this game following the loss to LSU, you know, obviously dealing with some injuries and whatnot in that game. But, you know, outside of that game, um, Arkansas has been a very, very strong team as well this season. Their only other loss coming in Maui against Creighton. Um, but overall, they've struggled a bit more than Missouri shooting the basketball. They're not a terrible shooting team of 50. 52.6 effective field goal percentage um they have struggled a little bit though more from the perimeter though only hitting 30 percent from three um, but as far as defense goes arkansas is you know one of the best teams in the entire nation on the defensive side of the ball they've done a great job forcing turnovers forcing turnovers on 24.9 percent of their opponent's possessions um and while missouri's defense on the whole isn't great they've actually been better in that turnover department um forcing turnovers on 26.1 percent of their opponent's possessions missouri's actually the fourth best team in the entire country in that category and yeah i'm cherry picking missouri's defense a little bit in this spot for sure they definitely have their own fair share of problems um, but for as good as missouri has been offensively and really just how good they shoot the ball i'm just baffled by this spread it feels like a trap it looks like a trap but giving me eight and a half points with missouri here against arkansas i gotta take that on the road taking missouri plus eight and a half here against arkansas now, before we get into the final two games here on Wednesday's show, if you haven't already checked out the website, head over to hottipbets.com. Got college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, horse racing picks being posted up there every single day. So go take a look at all that so you don't miss out on any of that content. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with everything that's going on over there. Follow my personal accounts at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content that I am putting out, as well as on Bet Stamp where you can get early access to all of the picks and get notifications every single time that I place a bet. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for Wednesday. Let's get into these final two games. 
Next up on the card, we got Wake Forest taking on North Carolina. Wake Forest comes into this game as the 61st overall team in the hot to bet power ranking. North Carolina is the 11th overall team. And it's a Wake Forest squad that has looked fairly good this season. I mean, obviously have started ACC playoff with a bang um, with wins against Duke and Virginia Tech. I mean, a win over North Carolina here um, would really cement them at the top of the conference here early in the season. Now, granted, this is not going to be an easy matchup, especially on the road. Those other two games being at home um, but they've not been a bad team and North Carolina for all they are are kind of struggling this season very similar to kind of what we saw last year where you know they kind of just limped along and, and did good enough to obviously go and, and make the tournament and obviously make the run to the national championship game um, but coming to this game following a loss against Pitt and, and overall they've been fine but just not great they've kind of struggled shooting the basketball this season only a 51.1 effective field goal percentage on the year for north carolina also only hitting 30.8 percent from beyond the arc wake forest has really just been the much much better shooting team in pretty much every respect this season a 53 effective field goal percentage and hitting 35.6 percent from beyond the arc tyree appleby has been absolutely amazing dropping 18.4 points per game for this wake forest squad and, and offensively they've just looked very very good um and they haven't been terrible on the defensive side of the ball either north carolina not terrible defensively have struggled a little bit um especially against better teams but it's really just a north carolina team that continues to concern me and as much as i want to love them and think they'll turn it all around i mean my acc future for them to win it um certainly is hurting right now that one's pretty much dead at this point um but I just don't see it. North Carolina just isn't that great of a team. Steve Forbes has done a really good job here at Wake Forest building this squad. And getting 10.5 points in this game is just way too many for how good this Wake Forest team has been playing. They keep this one close on the road, taking them plus 10.5 here against North Carolina. Finally, we close out the show in the Mountain West. We got Colorado State taking on Nevada. Colorado State comes into this game as the 79th overall team in the high to bit power ranking. Nevada is the 129th overall team for Colorado State. You know, had some success earlier in the season, but have struggled a little bit as of late, losing their last three games um, after that very impressive win over St. Mary's. Just have not looked like the same team since. Nevada, on the other hand, has been playing very, very well. Started out Mountain West play undefeated here. Got a great win over air force in their last game and overall they've just put together some good performances this season and they've done a pretty decent job shooting the ball even though they're not the most electric team or best shooting team in the ball they've doing enough a 49.6 effective field goal percentage and hitting 33.5 percent from beyond the arc not to mention they've been a great free throw shooting team hitting 79.5 percent from the free throw line i always love betting on teams who can hit their free throws because it gives you a better chance late in game when something stupid could happen <laughs> to, to hopefully not happen but um as far as colorado state shooting has gone um they, they've been a fairly strong team shooting the basketball as well a 54.6 effective field goal percentage hitting 34.8 percent from beyond the arc john tone has been a great scorer 14 points per game for him but the real concern i think for this colorado state team is going to be on the defensive side of the ball here in this game their shot defense just hasn't been near as good as Nevada and, and while Colorado State is a good scoring team they definitely hurt a little bit defensively allowing a 51.7 effective field goal percentage and giving up 
36.8% from beyond the arc. And that's one thing that Steve Alford and this Nevada team have kind of prided themselves in is on the defensive side of things. They've been very, very strong this season, only allowing a 46.2 effective field goal percentage on the year and only giving up 32.6% from beyond the arc. And this is really a spot for Nevada at home um, that I think they, they come out and they play a very, very good game. I mean, Steve Alford has built a very, very dangerous team, and I think they keep it rolling here in this one against the Colorado State team that has had success earlier, but is really just struggling at the moment. Taking Nevada, minus five and a half here against Colorado State.